Right, well now this is a first, never done this before, but how exciting is this on the internet? Okay, there you go. The gospel-esque R&B upbeat soul sound that saw rise in the 70s is one that is hard to dislike. An era of musicians influenced by the sound of iconic mid-century bands such as the Flamingos and the Temptations gave way to an evolved and funkified sound that, in a lot of ways, has come to define the music of the 70s and later the 80s. The simplicity of classic lyrics, a cheerful beat, and swooning voices captured listeners and added towards the sense of hope that was permeating the nation as the 80s were on the horizon. A perfect example of this is offered in Too Late to Turn Back Now by the Cornelius Brothers and Sister Rose. Formed in Dania Beach, Florida in 1970, brothers Carter and Eddie Cornelius, their sister Rose, and later another sister, Billy Joe, would see a quick rise to fame as their single Treat Her Like a Lady reached number three on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1971. Rose's pre-existing fame with the group Gospel Jazz Singers, who appeared in the Ed Sullivan Show in 1967, gave the group an advantage as her mother made her come back home to Florida to help form her brother's band. They would go on to succeed again with the release of today's song, Too Late to Turn Back Now, which reached number two on the charts in 1972. The group would not find the same success in the years after, with one song on their third and final album charting in the top 40 in 1974. They would disband in 1976 when the brothers joined different religious groups and started singing and producing for them quietly. But their iconic 70s feel is one that will be enjoyed for years to come. I'm Bella on I've Got Ox on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7, and this is Too Late to Turn Back Now by the Cornelius Brothers and Sister Rose. Welcome back to I've Got Ox on Radio Free Hills 101.7. That was It's Too Late to Turn Back Now by Cornelius Brothers and Sister Rose. And I'm here with Allie and kind of with Gavin because he's in another <laughs> room now <laughs> in the I'm new here. studio. But we're back, third year of I've Got Ox. That's Let's pretty go. crazy, wow. actually. I know, that is Look weird to us. think about. Why are we kind of consistent? <laughs> <laughs> so um, Gavin was our blind listener today, and I think... You wanted to give it a rating, right? Yeah. I I would say before, just by the title, I would probably give it like a five because it's not like the most... I mean, it seems like a generic title, but after listening to it, I'm going to give that a solid 9.5 because wow. that is a beautiful song. Okay. I love it. Don't judge a song by its title. There you go. And unless it's called Yummy by Justin Bieber, oh, then you can judge gosh. it right off the bat. <laughs> I really like the idea of us judging a song before we listen to yeah, it. Yeah, I know. There's something like, really funny what about that. What do you that. feel? Yeah. How do you feel like it will I don't be? like the colors on the album cover. <laughs> yeah. Four. I mean, like, I feel like that's how it used to go. You'd go into record shop. That's true. And, like, if you like the look of the album, like, yeah, Green, good Green, point, honestly. Green Day's yeah. album, Dookie, I would buy that just based on the yeah, album. Yeah, that's just like because a cartoon. You are a boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and things are blowing up on the yeah. cover. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> okay. But yeah, 
Beautiful Fair song. Enough. So first impressions? Um, I would, <laughs> I <laughs> would, the first thing I noticed would be the prominence of the strings. They were kind of loud in the mix, which I liked. Mm-hmm. And then just in general, like the arrangement was great. It felt like you kind of mentioned disco-esque, disco-y, think of the words you used. Well, um, I didn't say disco, but yeah. Uh, funky is the word you used, my bad. <laughs> what did but I it say? Reminds me kind of funkified. funkified. <laughs> but those, uh, those strings were great. I really liked it. I know. Isn't that awesome? It's like, it feels like it's like a whole symphony in there. Yeah. yeah. I agree. So Ali already listened to the song. I'm curious the vibe. I mean, it's very, well, we'll talk about it, but it's very like, it's very 70s. Yeah, it's exactly. And it's very like, it's simple, not in a bad way at all. Mm -hmm. It gets right to the point, which we were talking about before the show with the lyrics, which are pretty funny. Um, But it's just like good vibes. I I have a playlist where it's like, these are songs that I would listen to that I feel like I would have to put a flower in my hair and like sit on a picnic. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Must must be wearing a floral dress. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I am and I did it because of today's song. So I I think it's a really a really lovely, lovely song. It's such a happy song. It literally feels like everything's going right. It's not even saying anything crazy deep. It's just like I'm happy and uh, okay, I guess I'm in love with you. Okay, I can't yeah. do anything about it. Yeah. It's just so simple and it's so easy to listen to. And this song is, a I, to me, I've been walking the class to this song like since yeah. we got here. Yeah. Like it's such a good walking song, especially like coming back to Michigan. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow, this is kind of depressing it a makes, little bit. It makes the yes. 92 degree weather feel a little more romantic and yes, a little less exactly. muggy. I walk out and I'm like, I cannot believe that I'm back here. <laughs> No offense to Hoso, love it. <laughs> yeah. But then when I and I turn on the sun, I'm like, oh wait, the trees Life are green and the sun is shining through them, and it's such a. And then I'm just like, okay, and it's I'm a farmer's out. market song. Yeah, exactly. It's a farmer's mm, market song. Farmer's That's market. so true. Yeah. It's giving. I have produce in my tote bag. Like you know what <laughs> I mean. Beautiful. <laughs> I think also like even just on a like before we get into lyrics or whatever on that level, the the repetition of it, I think is apt because it's sort of like when you're falling in love with someone or you're beginning to develop feelings it's sort of like you're annoyed at this repetition Mm -hmm. um they're kind of stuck in your head you can feel yourself slipping and you like you just can't do anything yeah you don't want to give in but you don't want to bow out either so you're just you're stuck in this like limbo position that's very sweet and pleasurable but it's almost like there's no uh there's no solution to that problem Mm -hmm. yet so it's just that 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 medium phase yeah and that that just based off the title, before I listen to it, it kind of has a bad connotation. Like, it's too late to turn back now. Like, yeah. Can in some ways be like, you just embrace what's happening to you and just kind of accept it. But also, it's like, potentially what's in front of you is not enjoyable. But, oh, yeah. I mean, I guess well, that's that's. Yeah, I mean, I love. think it's, yeah, it's talking about like, you know, falling in love. Like, it feels so good right now. But I, there is that aspect of like, well, like if I'm giving in, like obviously it's not going to be perfect forever. I think right. those lyrics kind of like recognize. That, yeah, guess, it's giving know. up control. Yeah, yeah but holding. it is, but it is, it feels like the honeymoon phase. Yes. Like it's, in, it's just like you're enjoying it right now, and it's. I like, I like them. Just like, I like the lyrics. Just giving in to that. It's very like, it's very cute. Like you know, yeah. and I love, I love when people portray i mean there are obviously like love can be like melancholic and it's really deep and stuff you know but i think it's so refreshing sometimes to hear someone just be like okay right like i'm in love it's so it's just so sweet Mm -hmm. and i love i just love the like the optimistic vibe it has even though yeah i guess it does kind of insinuate like there will be something you will want to turn back from (laughs) it at some point (laughs) like you know 
but it's a very cute song. Yeah, it's cool that he's like aware of the process as it's happening. He's like, yeah. he's aware that he's phoning her 10 times a day. And he's like, that's not normal for me. <laughs> yeah, you know? like, exactly. That's a, it's a cool for that, for him to be aware of that. Um, mm-hmm. And those harmonies, just mm. classic. Oh, they're so good. So lush. Their he's, voices he's are like- they're all siblings. Yeah, they are. Wow. That, you, can, you can hear that sibling, similar <laughs> voice harmony. Yeah, isn't that so cute though? I also love that. I love the idea of like a family being like, well, I guess we all kind of like to do this. <laughs> and I thought it was funny reading that like one of them, the girl Rose, she was already famous. And the mo- her mom called over and was like, you have to come back and join your brother's <laughs> Help fans. your brothers, like, please. She's probably they're like, re- oh. They're really bad guys. <laughs> they like, really need some help. They're really struggling. <laughs> they need a woman's touch. Yeah. Isn't that kind of like how it happened to Selena? Right? Wasn't she like kind of famous on her sure. own, but all of her brothers were like in the band? I'm not sure. I forget. I don't know. I listened Maybe. to some podcasts Maybe like, about Selena recently. Actually, no, that's not right. But. Or um, Michael Jackson. Yes, that's true as well. Mm. There's a ghost. But that's like the reverse story. <laughs> it's like Scott Bertram. Oh, okay. <laughs> S. Bertram at Hillsville.edu. <laughs> yeah, that's our, that's our boss. We love S. Bertram him. keeps shutting the door because it keeps flying open. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they don't want to hear our, our musings. Yeah, but we're in a new studio for those of you who are just joining yeah. on I've Got Ox, Radio Free Hills, 101.7 FM. We're staring at Gavin through a window. Yes, I'm, yeah. I feel like I'm like in an insane asylum and I'm being watched, <laughs> being studied. He's like the size of a bug. <laughs> I know, it's really weird. I wonder if people listening are, can tell we're not in a closet anymore. If they're yeah, just, Our chemistry is askew. Yeah, it doesn't feel like we're shoulder we're to shoulder. Clo- yeah, I know. Oh, man. Yeah, that's crazy. But, but if you follow us on the socials, we'll get a little picture of the studio for yeah. you. So you can kind of envision what it's like recording. Way nicer. In this new situation. We it have feels good headphones. It feels nicer, but also like it feels bland. Oh, the it's walls incredibly are, sterile. It does feel a little less sterile. like homey. Like we we're just not just going to our closet. Should we get like decorations? I, I think we should get a lamp. We have like a, a lamp. Like I want a, a little, lamp. Like a little vintage couch situation. <laughs> I want a Himalayan salt lamp. I did That's ask God about. I'd be if we, so down. I asked God if we had money in the budget for a Christmas tree, and I told him I'd go buy it. Yeah. And he said, "Oh yeah, yeah, we're, we we're could put this. like records on so the wall. And hold them to it, guys. We make our oh, own gosh. studio. <laughs> yeah. Just no one else records in here. <laughs> yeah. We just take we it actually over. assemble and disassemble a set every single time we record. <laughs> who's bringing Who's bringing the couch today? <laughs> bringing the green couch velvet couch. couch. At that point, we should just like live stream. Though, you know, <laughs> we become so... Twitch streamers. <laughs> oh my gosh, we live the studio. Be honest. <laughs> Whoever's listening to this at eight thirty in the morning, would you watch our Twitch stream? <laughs> yeah, go. E- email- Do you know what Twitch is? <laughs> <laughs> is anyone listening? <laughs> oh my gosh. But anyways, anyways, where were we? Too late now. Turn back now. Yes, I kind of want to talk about how I heard of this song because at first I was like, that's kind of embarrassing. But the fact about me is I'm so easily influenced. So, like, I don't even care anymore. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry I saw something and it made me find a good song and I found that good song from something that was already popular. What's, how did you find it? Oh, Stranger Things? No, not a TikTok. I was watching Daisy Jones of the Six. Okay, cute. Have you watched it? Yes. And I've read the book. I'm I'm reading the book right now. I think the the book is way better because the show is a little flashy. And I do think, like, there's already, I'm only like halfway through, but there's so much I'm like, they really changed it up. Yep. Wait, do you, I'm sorry. Do you want to explain to the listener? Yes, I'm about to. Sorry. Okay, okay. I was having a moment. <laughs> a girl moment? <laughs> yeah. You want to get it, but it's okay. Because I'm in another room. Anyway, so. <laughs> no, it's because you're not a girl. <laughs> oh. So there's a show called Daisy Jones and the Six. And I think it came out earlier this year or last year based on a book just about like this up and coming rock band in like the yeah. 70s. And 
It's very like Fleetwood Mac esque, and I think I I don't know if you saw that like Stevie Nicks posted about it. It was based. It was really it, loosely based on when they recorded Rumors. To- it totally makes sense. And weren't they at Sound City that you they said were. they recorded Rumors at anyways? Yeah. But such a good show. Like, and we're not allowed to tell anyone to do anything. But I really liked to watch it, and other people <laughs> someday would probably also like to. People watch it. I know have said it's a good show. It's on Amazon Prime. Can we? Is that, are, yeah, Can we like yeah. say brand? That's a statement. <laughs> yeah, it's on Amazon <laughs> it, it Prime. It is on Amazon Prime, but it is so good. And there's this one part where they show like the two main characters, Billy and Daisy, like getting together to try to write this song. And they're like showing, she's like putting on records and being like, this is the first album I ever bought or something. And just kind of like, like getting the, to know each yeah, other. Yeah, exactly. And then they like start to talk, but she puts on this album in the back and immediately. And I, you know, like when you have the subtitles on it, will like tell you, yes. oh, this song's just playing. Like, thank God. And immediately I was like, add. Because like the beginning of that song, like the, I was like, oh my gosh, wait, what is this? <laughs> it's so like, wow, that's such a beautiful sound. Like, how did you do that? And then it kind of like is under them talking, but I was like, this is amazing. Like, what a good song. And so I added it and it's been like my beach song, my walking song, like, it is such a good vibe. So I I just thought that was interesting to be like, and now it's, of course, it's like at the top of their um, uh, like discography. It's like the yeah. most Very, famous most one popular, now. Yeah. Right. Even though the other one that I said before was like, like their most famous one and probably until Daisy Jones. <laughs> but I just, I was kind of thinking about that because at first I'm like, that's embarrassing. I shouldn't say that, but no, but it's not. No. And I don't know why I thought, well, I don't I mean, know why I thought that, but it's like, I'm just, I think it's so cool. First of all, Daisy Jones is such a cool show. And I love, I love that like this stuff is coming back, you know, and I would have never heard about this song yeah. any other way. And I'm sure there's mm. a more like poetic way to say what I'm trying to say, you know what right. I mean? And there were, there was a couple other songs in that show as well that I hadn't heard before that I was like, wow, like this is awesome. And I love that songs like this are like having a resurgence because I love just a happy little song. Yeah. And what a good show and it was like the context in which they were playing it it was just so cool and anyways yeah yeah don't you should no one should go watch that everybody (laughs) everybody like knows that soundtrack is such an integral part of any tv or movie or whatever but i had a similar experience there was there's a song called the state we're in by the chemical brothers and they do a lot of like movie soundtracks and it Mm -hmm. was in lost in translation which is like my favorite movie and it probably plays for 20 25 seconds but I remember watching that scene for the first time and hearing the song and I was obsessed with the song for like a couple months, but I could never figure out what it was mm-hmm. because I'm Gen Z. I didn't know that at the ends of movies, they put all of the songs that are in the movie. <laughs> so I, I, just, I never watched the credits. So I was just yeah. like, I was on Reddit. I was asking people. I was like, does anybody know this 20 second clip of a song? Cause I feel euphoric and I finally found it. And it's like, it definitely heightened. I think when people are really into music, like, yes, it heightens the scene. It fits really well in Daisy Jones, mm-hmm. but also it's like, I'm going to pick this and put it on my playlist. I like, know. how can I take yeah. this and put it into my life? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, uh, what a good feeling, though. I, I know. It's like, I love when you that. you tap in. Yes, also, and you're watching something, and you're like, what is that? Yes. Oh, my gosh. And, and why is it perfect in right now? Like, civilized people have subtitles on, so it's very easy yeah. then civilized. to see what is, is going on. <laughs> Girls with sensory issues have subtitles on. Like, so I can can't hear tell. you if the words aren't there. I can't hear I can't. what they're saying. Sorry. I always had, like, a, a thought that I could be really good at picking soundtracks. I was like, yeah. I don't know if that's like a toxic trait of mine, but I'm like, I <laughs> Red feel flag, like, I thought I could be good at something. Radiohead <laughs> would sound really good. I'm just thinking like, 
I would be in the yard, like mowing the yard or something, and be like, I can see the scene. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, song. yeah. You know, like the protagonist is driving down the street and he's having flashbacks, and okay, this song would be playing. Like- <laughs> Basically, wrote my whole own screenplay just around music. So there, there's an interesting article that came out, I think, in the cut or something. I'll send it to you guys. It's about it's about Jack Antonoff, and mm-hmm. it was like a critique. Legend. So well, oh, but it was a very educated critique. I thought it was lovely. But there's one part of it. He's like a PhD student, so it, it reads very academically. And he has this part where he talks about our generation and younger generations viewing music as audio furniture rather than like art forms, which I thought was interesting because mm. I think that I struggle with that too because well, we're we're all about like ornaments and yeah, that's playlisting true. our lives. What did he mean by that? Most like, like you think like that? I, I Spotify and and streaming platforms making it very accessible to engage with a lot of music, but not necessarily deeply. So it's like gotcha. we have all these this audio furniture of songs and playlists to adorn our lives, but sometimes mm. we don't. Yes. I don't. You don't have to deeply engage with everything you listen to, yeah. but it's interesting to think about. To yeah. be like, this, this is a couch versus this is a toothbrush that like I need every day. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. like all of our playlists are named like songs for driving. Yeah. Or, huh, you know, I never thought songs about songs like to work that. out to. I know. And we don't ever just like put on an album and yes. listen to yes. it. Yeah. Which and we we predominantly listen to to singles and short short form mm-hmm. content, yeah. and so it just kind of changed uh, like how I viewed the relationship with music. Uh, which not is not necessarily a bad thing, but it's just it's yeah. interesting it's to different. think about. Yeah. Not not to toot our own horn, but I mean <laughs> this it. show's kind of doing that. Right. Like, am I wrong? Right. Acting We're- asking for engagement with single songs. Yeah. And I think the fact that I mean, I hope I could speak for you guys, but I feel like we all enjoy this so much. Like, yeah. there's something really nice about really liking a song and then talking about it and like sharing listening it, yeah. to it mm-hmm. and sharing it and, and seeing like what other conversations come out of that. That's very interesting. And sometimes <laughs> just like it, like one, the, I think this is a perfect example of sometimes you just like a song because it's nice. Yeah. And it doesn't yeah. have to be a tattoo on your arm. Exactly. It can just be like, oh, just, this song makes yeah. me feel good. Yeah. There's a beauty to both sides of that. I think mm-hmm. like you were saying, like that you can listen to something that's really like meaningful and like has layers and stuff. Like, and I think that's the beauty of music and like art, obviously. Yeah. Like, this is getting very vague and like, oh, art <laughs> and stuff. But you know, like, just the fact that we all come here and like sit here and talk about like how we experience the song mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. different ways and talk about what it meant or what it didn't mean, like you know, yeah, where you listen to awesome. it, how mm-hmm. you found it, yeah. yeah. Especially this being my first time, and then Bella walking to class with this song every day. You have yeah. a different relationship with this song at this yeah, point that's very than true. I do. Right. It's interesting too to see like the the like the life cycle of a song in our lives. You know, like yeah. we might walk to class with a song, but eventually there's going to be a song that replaces it. And then this will be a nostalgic. Yeah. Class. Like, oh, this reminds me of junior year yeah. walking to class when That's it was still so, sunny. It's crazy to think of. And yeah. the song has its own life too. Of yeah. Like now it's becoming popular because of the show mm-hmm. last year. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there there are always ample opportunities for kind of old music to to take its claim in, in the modern era. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. But the song we're talking about is Too Late to Turn Back Now by Corn- the Cornelius Brothers and Sister Rose. Bella's song of the week. Oh, Great true. pick. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Well, um, you're listening to I've Got Ox. I'm Radio Free Hills on 101.7, and that's it for today. I hope you guys liked hearing us again. It's really nice to be back, and it's crazy that we're on our third year here. So, woo, woo, yay! See you guys next See week. You guys. See you guys. Bye. Bye.